0: you say i'm christy i'm christy i'm kyle yes enjoy like the same like oh yeah you know okay ready okay go ahead
1: welcome to truly equal
0: a christian egalitarian approach to marriage i'm christy i'm kyle enjoy
1: welcome back to truly equal you're listening to episode 21 Show notes for today's episode can be found at trulyequalpodcast.com, where you can also subscribe to our weekly email updates. Each week, we include a question pertaining to the episode, and we'd love it if you hit reply to those emails and give us your feedback. So today, we're jumping into the topic of apology and discussing three different categories of things that can be apologized for. These categories are words, tones, and actions.
0: Yes, and small note, we... We're going to jump into the definition of apology and what it's not and kind of do that. But instead, today, we decided to talk about things that can be apologized for.
1: Right. Yeah. Because, you know, before we talk about really even what is an apology, it's like, well, what are even the things you can apologize for? Exactly. You know, like, yeah.
0: Yeah. Let's try to set the range of all the things that can be apologized for. And we're trying to get through this this episode that it's a lot of things.
1: Yeah, yeah. Because I think, I mean, before we really talked about this, I think I thought like, okay, so, you know, sometimes you do something that's like wrong. So you have to apologize for that. Or maybe you like say something hurtful, like something mean. And so you have to like apologize for that. And those are pretty much my two categories. But now we kind of have six, nine nine
0: yeah we have a lot of things yeah to talk about in this episode that you can apologize for and i also want to say too there's a great song uh that you guys can look up it's by andrew peterson it's called i want to say i'm sorry mm. and the first lines of the song are i want to say i'm sorry but i don't know how yeah and i think that we can help with that. I think there's there's a book that we got called On Apology. Mm-hmm. We're going to be referencing it in the future episodes. Mm-hmm. But for right now, this episode was kind of, we need to talk about what people think is okay to apologize for and what is not. And it's, I think, more than people think it is.
1: Right, right. So. Yeah. The first category that we're going to talk about is words. Underneath that, we have some subcategories. So you can say words that like you meant as a compliment or something um, or you at least didn't mean it in a mean way, but it can still hurt another person's feelings. So then you need to apologize for that.
0: Yes. An example would be like maybe a compliment that you tried to give like, oh, those like glasses look really, uh, they make your eyes look really small or something like that. Like (laughs) maybe if you have like bigger eyes or whatever, but then like it's just like, kind of not the best thing to say yeah
1: like maybe it hurts the other person's feelings because maybe they already thought they had small eyes or something and right. so <laughs> they're like that's not a compliment yeah
0: so just like being aware that that's something you and I think that that's pretty much agreed upon that you should probably say you're sorry for that but yeah still that's it's a one of valid the things. things. so
1: right so then the second one is you actually say something mean so I think that's another pretty clear one Yes, <laughs> that we know to apologize for. Yes. You're um,
0: intending to be hurtful and you were.
1: Right. Um, another one is like if you don't say anything at all.
0: Like the silent treatment.
1: Yeah. And I think that this one's not very clear that it should be apologized for, at least like culturally speaking, at least what I've experienced. How yes. about
0: you? Uh, yeah, totally for me too. I I feel like if I was to give someone the silent treatment or that was given to me that like culturally I shouldn't have to expect an apology from them or whatever.
1: Yeah. So I think that this is something that I struggle with a lot. Like I when I'm angry at you or something, I'll just like not say anything. And it'll just basically shut down the conversation. And you'll want to, you know, keep talking about the conversation and come to a conclusion and like solve a problem. And I'll just like be unwilling to keep talking um, because I'm so angry. Uh, And so I don't usually think of that as something that I need to apologize for afterwards because I'm like, well, I didn't say anything. Right. But that's the whole point. (laughs) I didn't say anything.
0: Right. Like we're trying to work on a problem. We're trying to communicate. And that's the goal here. But like when you aren't talking, it's really hard to do that. Mm -hmm. So um, and I think another thing, too, is the the final thing is when you don't say all of the truth. Like when you lie, when you say like maybe two or three things, but you left three or four things out Mm -hmm. Uh, or you just straight up lie to your spouse. That's yeah. something that can be apologized for. That's yeah. something that definitely shouldn't happen and causes strain and mistrust with the relationship.
1: Yeah, and I think it's pretty common like I think generally understood people are like, "Oh yeah, well, I mean if I straight up lie, I should apologize for that. But like if I just leave something out, like I just don't tell the whole truth, well that doesn't really need to be apologized for, perhaps." You know. Right. But really they both are hurtful. And so they both need to be apologized for. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Let's move on maybe to tone. Yeah. We can spend some time here because this is an area where I think you were saying like, I didn't even know you could apologize for tone.
1: No. Yeah. I, I never even considered apologizing for tone. Like it wasn't even on my radar at all. <laughs> the first thing that comes to mind is like, if I would say something that I really mean, but, in an angry tone, I wouldn't think I'd have anything to apologize for because I'd be like, well, I mean what I said, you know?
0: Exactly. But
1: then you're always like, yeah, but you could have said it in a better way like without being angry and I was like, oh, what?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter how I said it. It's just that I said it, right? Right. Yeah. And well, yes and no. Like, you did, you were honest, you said exactly what you meant but you also said it in a way that made me feel like you didn't love me like yeah seriously and I I do have a need I, like our last podcast <laughs> to feel loved from you and yeah. so when you when you say those things in those ways and not just you but like people in general you you definitely want to find a, the best way you can say something
1: right right so you can definitely apologize for an angry tone because it's it's hurtful and you can say the thing you mean in a better way. And so that's something like I've learned a lot in our marriage that I never had considered before. And it's still like difficult for me to remember. I don't like implement it that much. Yeah. But it's really good to be on my radar.
0: Yeah. And it's something that you can work on. There's always things you can improve on with your marriage. And one of the things that you can yourself improve on is like, how can I say this thing in the way in a, like, can I take five minutes and just like, calm down for a second and like see if I can just say the things that I want to say in the best way I can say them
1: yeah I think related to that is um a lot of times like I'll exaggerate things or something or like for example saying well you never listen to me or you always do this like terrible I thing. do this thing too it's okay. it's, it's definitely not just it's you. like yeah. a human thing <laughs> yeah it's a human thing I think yeah so you know, instead of the more the more truthful and, like, probably better way to approach a problem would be to, like, say, I feel like there's a pattern where you're not listening to me or I haven't felt heard recently. Exactly. You. you know, and that's more truthful than saying you never listen.
0: Right. Yeah. Because you're, you're adding on with that. There's that tone mm-hmm. of you don't ever do this and it's so terrible and I really just can't even stand you right now because you're just making me so angry. Yeah. So when it's actually probably not that that bad. There are certainly times when it feels like you're not li- ever listening to me, but that's also not true because you do listen to me all the time. And it's really hard, though, when you're in that moment to say like... Yeah. <laughs> to, to To tone it down, literally like, you know, tone down the tone. Yes. <laughs> so...
1: Yeah, and so then I think the the final little subcategory we had undertone was like saying things in a sarcastic or cynical way.
0: Right. Exactly.
1: So that can like be very hurtful to another person because from what you've experienced too, it's like worse than anger because it's like it's more like bitterness and like resentment. And it's like when anger has like reached a certain extent and then you're like, I just don't care anymore because you don't believe the other person can change. Exactly. You know, like usually this tone comes out when you've tried to solve a conflict and you like thought that you solved the conflict and then you didn't solve the conflict. And then the conflict keeps continuing, you know, and maybe you try a couple more times or something and then you're just like, why give up? There's no way that this can be solved. And then that, usually allows cynicism and sarcasm to enter into the tone
0: exactly so it's a
1: really dangerous tone to be aware of
0: it's super super dangerous and i think i can kind of illustrate this with an example so let's let's take a couple uh john and beth let's call them so Okay. okay so we have john and beth and the situation is that john wants beth to take out the trash more uh and he doesn't think that like Beth is taking out the trash as much as as she should or something like that mm-hmm. and it obviously this can be flipped either way but for example for this example this is where we're at and so John keeps telling Beth like take out the trash like serious like I, I really want you to see that this is important and I just feel like you're not taking this seriously and maybe they don't talk about it very well the first couple times maybe mm-hmm. it's something where like they don't sit down and have a good conversation so then fast forward three or four not good conversations later john says to beth like well i would love it if someone would take out the trash at some point but that's not going to happen you know and and you hear that sarcasm so that's it's really really hurtful to beth in ways that we don't talk about in our culture. And I just want to like step by step tell you like what is happening in that in that time. Because John has gotten past anger. He's gotten past this like, okay, I want to solve this. I want to help you like through this. And I want to like, I think this can be solved. So right. number one, he doesn't see that there's the problem can be solved. Number two, he doesn't trust that Beth can like even follow a simple command anymore like he doesn't even care that she's he doesn't view her as a compatible as like a competent human being Hmm. and he and he wants her to feel that with his sarcasm and I, I know that this may not be as clear because you know people are sarcastic all the time and it may just seem like it's like not a big deal but like sarcasm is a serious thing to me because it doesn't show love it shows like apathy and it doesn't show like kindness and wanting to help the relationship you're like thinking that the relationship is done over and or like that this this situation maybe not necessarily the relationship is over but like that in this situation there's no hope for restoration i've given up on this
1: yeah like there's no way to solve this problem
0: yeah exactly
1: yeah we've we've given up like apathetic yeah and
0: it's worse than anger to me because you don't show the other person that you think that they can change and you've stopped believing that you're
1: you're no longer like on their side like as a team working together to like um you know resolve your problems you're like now just attacking the other person thinking that you're better than the other person and like they're just like an awful human being
0: (laughs) exactly yeah it's that sarcasm and cynicism that i that i think is really really hard to hear um yeah so anyway
1: yeah i agree
0: that i think that does it for for tone okay
1: yeah I agree. The, so the final thing then is um, action. Yeah. So again, I think that there's like, we think about you do something that's like wrong, right? Like say you go and you slam a door because you're so angry or you like punch the wall yeah. <laughs> or something like that, you know? And um, then you have to apologize for that later. And that's a pretty like common thing i mean i still think that in general we tend to apologize for words more than maybe actions sometimes mm-hmm. cuz we're like oh i was just angry so i you know just took it out on the door or the wall or whatever like no big deal it's not hurting you as a person right but like it is cuz it's a scary thing you know mm-hmm. um but i think so on the flip side of that what we don't think about a lot is like our inactions can also be things to apologize for like an example that we had talked about was um if you withhold affection from your spouse.
0: Exactly. Like so, you yeah. normally do something, you kiss your wife goodbye before you go to work or, right. you know, your husband and, or like maybe you cuddle before you're watch, like during a movie or something or before bed, you're going to sleep, you do that. But now you're not doing that.
1: Yeah. So clearly there's like still some, something that's between you guys, some unresolved conflict. And you can feel that tension and that unresolved conflict from the withholding of the the affection.
0: Exactly. Yeah. And I think a lot of people would say, why do we need to apologize for that? Like, that's not a big deal. I'm, but it is a big deal because when you are in a relationship, there's context that happens over time. So there's things that you normally do. You're, there's habits you get into. And then if something happens, like a conflict, and you don't talk about it, Uh, in a way that is vulnerable and honest and saying like your needs and saying the problem and the solution and discussing that with your spouse then what what will happen is you'll start to pull back and pull away Mm -hmm. and that's that's something that we've actually gone through in our marriage Mm -hmm. where sometimes we don't talk through things and and it's something where you do have to say like yeah I'm sorry I didn't do that I'm not like interested in that anymore but This is why, and then conflict can like be talked about finally and openly,
1: right? Because, um, I don't remember what the exact percentage is, but it's over 50% of our communication is nonverbal, right? So, like, withholding that affection or like whatever else, something else that's good, you know, that you would normally do, and you're withholding this because you're angry because there's unresolved conflict, well, that's not good, like, that's hurtful because the point is you need to keep talking through the conflict and get it resolved, you know? And so you're communicating that like anger through your actions. And it's interesting because a lot of times we just apologize for only the like, whatever percent of it is verbal, right? You know? And it's much more, our communication is much more than just verbal.
0: Exactly. Yes. It's so much more. Um, I, that really means a lot to me because a lot of times I think in our culture that we live in, it's important to say the right things and to sound like you're doing the right things, you know, but it's really hard to put those things into practice. And especially like, I, I don't necessarily see sometimes what people say. I try to understand what people are doing mm. and what they're not doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think like, if you're familiar with the passage in scripture, where it talks about like Jesus saying like, by your fruit, their fruit, you will know them. And, I think that that's kind of the way that I take it to be, which is like if you see actions rather than words, uh, words do mean things, but also actions are very, very important.
1: Yeah. Like if your actions aren't backed up by your words, then you're like, well, do you really mean the words that you're saying? You know? Exactly. (laughs) Because it can be easier to say something than it is to like follow through with it, which leads into the final thing. (laughs) So the final thing under action is like following through with what you've said. Or so, so for example, we were talking like, let's say you have a conflict and so you talk through it and you both come to this like conclusion of how to resolve it. So mm-hmm. something that happened in our marriage recently was like how to load the dishwasher, <laughs> which seems to be a fairly common issue.
0: Yes. We've heard from many people. This is a common thing. Yeah.
1: But, um, so we were talking about it cause we both have different ways of like how we load the dishwasher. But something that we realized we both agreed on was that we should rinse the dishes beforehand because our dishwasher that we have now is not a very powerful one. So...
0: Not one that I'm used to. I'm used to more powerful. So yeah, this is... Yes. So keep going.
1: Yeah. So it's really helpful to like rinse the dishes out ahead of time so that they all come out clean.
0: And I wasn't doing that.
1: Yeah. And so, so we came to the conclusion together. Kyle's like, yes. Okay. I agree. That's a good idea. Let's do that. Right. And so... So you have this like conflict. You you have this like resolution. This is how we're going to change it. But if like from then on out, no, neither of us like rinsed our dishes or whatever it was you guys decided. Then you're like, well, did you really mean like what you said?
0: Yeah. Are you going to actually take action? Mm-hmm. You know, are you going to put your your money where your mouth is to yeah. quote the saying? So
1: yeah. So then that can you know be apologized for. And I mean, at the same time, I want to say that obviously, like, habits die hard. It's important to have, like, grace for your spouse. Like, if it's something that they've been doing for, like, a long time the same way, and then all of a sudden you guys decide, like, okay, yeah, we should, like, switch it up.
0: Completely. Yeah. Not what you're used to at all.
1: Right. Like, that's... They're not going to get it right the first time. It's just... None of us as humans can do that. You or know? the
0: second time. Right. And, yeah. Or
1: maybe if you get it right the first few times, you're going to forget the fifth time or something like that. Like, you know, so obviously there's grace in all of this. Yeah. But still, it's like a thing that if you don't follow through with what you said, then that can be apologized for.
0: Agreed. And I think even to quote, to kind of give you a personal experience into my world. So I grew up in Michigan in a small town and then I moved to Minnesota and uh, like the Twin Cities, Minnesota. And there's a lot of recycling that takes place.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. This is so true. <laughs> um,
0: So initially when I moved to the Twin Cities, I didn't know much about recycling. Yeah. I was pretty clueless. And I actually, as a, as like a person growing up in rural America, made fun of people who recycle because, <laughs> you know, you're a lot of weird progressive people anyway. So anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah, now I'm not thinking that way and I'm trying to get better at recycling. Mm-hmm. So the first few times I'd like, you know, throw plastic in the garbage like I normally do. (laughs) Uh, And then you were like, "Um, that's not okay. We need to recycle that. There's a place for that.
1: Yeah. Because in Ohio for the first two years of our marriage, our apartment complex didn't have recycling. Like they only had garbage. And it bothered me so much coming from the Twin Cities and like everybody recycles. And now there's like compost things everywhere too, you know. And so I'm like... Why can't we recycle in Ohio? And It was like driving me crazy. So when we moved here, I was like, "Yes! We can recycle."
0: <laughs> I know. And the com- Oh, by the way, on the compost thing too. I had no idea that was even a thing. I didn't know people composted. That I mean, that's a new thing right. relatively, but yeah. Right. I thought that was like for farmers and stuff. Right. You know, but yeah. still, I didn't know that actual city people do it. Yeah. So, uh, and when I saw that I was not recycling like I should, then I was like, Yeah, I need to change this. I need to make a change. So I resolved to, like, figure out what could be recycled, what couldn't. Like, look at the labels, Mm -hmm. uh, rinse out the containers, and do all the work that goes with recycling. Because I do agree that recycling is a really important thing for our planet, for the environment, and... I didn't do it right every single time after that.
1: Right. Like it takes a while to learn if you've never recycled in your life, how are you supposed to know what can and can't be recycled? Plus all those little things on the plastic, you know, they're like invisible. It's like hard to find them. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you're like really look for them hard sometimes. So
0: yeah, you got to be diligent. And yeah. so like I wasn't very good at it at first. And then I did say like, yeah, I'm sorry. Like I want to be better at this. Yeah. You know, so I think and you've that's... gotten a ton better. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I feel I feel like I've uh, stepped up my recycling. Gear. So <laughs> you have. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. But anyway,
1: I think that's all I had to say.
0: Yeah, me too.
1: Yeah. So um, to close out with our question, um, has there been a time in your life when you've had to apologize for either your words, tones or actions? And what was that like? Mm. So that question will be in our email and it'll be on all our social media pages. So you can answer the question there. We'd love to hear back from you guys. And we love it that some people have already started responding. That's awesome. Yes. And also, um, if you go to iTunes, go ahead and like rate us or give us a comment if you haven't done that already. Yes. Yeah. Please do
0: that. We love to hear it, read and uh, interact with you guys. So thank you so much.
1: Yeah, thanks. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.